good Thursday evening, and welcome to another edition of Sideline Junkies Thursday Night Throwdown. It's me, it's me, it's the big guy KG with the boss, the man that writes all our checks. Speaking of which, I didn't get paid this week, sir. BJ. You're going to have to take that up with somebody else, sir. I I wrote what I could. I cut what I could. If you didn't get your portion, you had to talk to the post office. You sent it by snail mail. Wow. Hey, man, I'm trying to support our local postal service, man. <laughs> well, of course, you know, if it's the boss BJ, you know it's me. Uh, you know we're going to talk some Washington sports. So let's get right into it. Uh, number one, still riding high off of Sunday's victory over the rival Cowboys, uh, 25 to three. But this week, a lot of things have came out. Um, Yahoo is reporting that the trade of Dwayne Haskins is inevitable. So, you know, pretty much expect him to be gone come trade deadline. First and foremost, B, do you agree with trading your number one pick of just a year ago so soon? Well, it wasn't it wasn't Ron Rivera's pick. It was the football team's pick. So when you bring somebody like Ron Rivera in to come try to turn around your franchise, he gets say of who stays and who goes. He gets to pick his guys. And, of course, he's going to bring, you know, his his Carolina natives, you know, Kyle Allen, um, you know, Thomas Davis Sr. You know, you see some of the Carolina tread, retreads. But you also get to earn the spot to be one of Ron Rivera, Riverboat Ron guys also. So Dwayne's um, – attitude and his play the first couple of weeks dictated to Coach Rivera that he wasn't one of his guys. So the last straw, I guess, him being, you know, being Dwayne boasting about a a 300-yard game and them not winning. Um, So offense definitely looks – uh, a little bit more productive. Kyle Allen's, you know, they're getting up and down the field a little bit better. Um, so, yes, you can't can't have somebody that's going to sit around and that you're going to have to talk about all season that's not going to play. Because now, all of a sudden, he's too sick to come to practice, to the facility, and this, that, and the other. It's time to let him go. Now, if I'm Dwayne's agent, I try to put him in the best possible situation I can which means that he's not going anywhere to be a starter. That's for sure. If I can get him to a team with a really good culture like Pittsburgh, um, San Francisco, the Seahawks, somewhere where they have a, a really good culture in place, they got their veterans in place. Washington doesn't really have that. They don't have a really good culture. It's trying to be turned around. Slowly but surely by Riverboat Ron. So if I can get him to Pittsburgh behind Big Ben, um, if I could get him to uh, Seattle, you know, behind Russell Wilson. Um, I'm trying to think of another spot. New England. 
You know, somewhere where good coaching, good atmosphere, you got some veterans that, that to come and, you know, take charge that, you know, that's not going to stand for certain things. So that, that if I'm his agent, that's kind of what I'm looking for. Um, Washington's, you know, hands are kind of tied. They're not going to get – I see people, you know, saying they can get a second round. You're not going to get a second round pick. for the, I don't care if he was the first. Um, you're probably looking at something like maybe fourth or fifth. You know, because he still has an NFL arm, you know, he still has a ceiling. You know, I think you can maybe get a fourth. Fourth is high in my head. I think it's going to be a fifth or a sixth-round pick to get Dwayne out of here. And it's going to be in favor of the Redskins because they need him gone. So no team is going to, you know, it's not like we're talking about a quarterback that threw for 350 yards, four touchdowns every game. So... KG, that's that's what I'm looking for. If I'm if I'm a football team and if I'm his agent, that's kind of what I'm looking for. But I think Washington definitely has to move on from him. It's funny you say that. One team you brung up was the Steelers, and the Steelers are on the top of a lot of teams, a lot of people's lists as landing spots for. One, uh, Dwayne Haskins. Um, also, the Colts, very close second because you have Phillip Rivers. You don't know. I mean, Phillip Rivers is con- honestly a, a, a ageless wonder because the older he gets, he's still getting better. I just, you know, only thing he's missing from his resume is a championship. So, but him sitting behind Phillip Rivers for a season or two, maybe learning the league is good because, but. He has to take this opportunity now. It's not a, a, a problem. It's You can't look at it as, uh, oh, I messed up. I, I screwed. No, no, you got to look at it as you're given another chance if you get traded. Because you didn't you didn't cling to Alex Smith like you should have when you got here. Even though he was hurt, you should have still clung to Alex Smith, learned the game, learned the ropes, learned about preparation. Because I heard that that was a big knock on him was his preparation. So... You go somewhere with the Big Ben, with a uh, uh, Philip Rivers, with a Russell Wilson, and you learn preparation. Um, also, he could also go to Detroit. Dallas is hurting right now. We could probably fleece Dallas for a second-round pick for Dwayne Haskins. It might come back and bite us later on in the season, but we could we could probably fleece Dallas. Brother, you are not getting a second-round. I don't care if Dallas was on the emergency quarterback. <laughs> They all the emergency quarterback. And you're still not getting a second-round pick for Dwayne Haskins. Let me tell you something. Something you said was, is really important. Wherever he goes, from what, we, from what we got from the media, from what we got from the news reports, is that he's his own entity. And he's not putting in the work. Now, this is from the team. This is from the reports that the teammates say that he's not putting in the work to be better so even if he get it and the Colts were a good good team I didn't think about the Colts so wherever he goes he's gonna have to somebody's gonna have to take him underneath his wing and I don't agree with what you said about him shadowing Alex Smith because they just had a game against the Ravens and him and Lamar embraced and hugged and you can call somebody 40 miles away if you really want it if you really want it, you can call Lamar and be like, man, I need some tips. I need this, that, and the other. You know, can you help me out? 
Now that's if you really want it. But from and I keep saying this because this is not this is just how I'm formulating my opinion off the information we've gathered is that he doesn't want to do that. That that's just from what I'm gathering from all the stories me and you've read back and forth. Um everything that's come out, you kind of try to put your own pieces together. So from what I gather, he's he's not willing to put the work in. So you can go sit behind Big Ben. The Steelers can make a deep AFC. They look like, I mean, they look, they're the, they the cream of the crop of the AFC right now. Pittsburgh is 6-0. You know, they can make a deep run, make a, a Super Bowl run. And if you're sitting on the sidelines doing your own thing, Instagram, social media, worrying about what club is open, you know, if you Andre blotching it, you know, <laughs> then you're, it's not, it's still not going to happen. So at some point, he has to want to be a number one pick. He has to want to perform like a number one pick. So, you know, he can get to a good situation. Shit, he can go to a bad situation, KG. They can trade him to the Jets. He can start now. Or they he can trade him to Jacksonville. True. Jacksonville just said Gardner Minshew, uh, I forgot exactly what something's wrong with his hand. They're not sure if he's gonna be able to play now. They just learned about it. He got hurt, uh, they said a couple of weeks ago. It's yeah. it's you know what I'm saying? So it's it's places you can go where he might get a chance to play now, but it's just like, are you is he ready for it? Like you see the flashes, you've seen the arm. The arm is not the question. We talked about this the week before he got benched about not being able to read the defenses, playing backyard ball, waiting for somebody to get open versus be the ball being there coming out their route. It's a completely different style of play. So uh, he, he still got a warning, KG. You're absolutely right, B. Um, real quick before we take a break. Uh, what I, w- I understand we're not going to get a second round pick. I-, I get that. I'm with that. I'm being facetious because it's Dallas. If I could fleece Dallas out of their first round pick for the next seven years, I'd do it. I really would. I wouldn't care. I would do it. But why? something that you said, why does Dwayne have to call somebody else outside of the organization for tips when you have a quarterback in your building in your meeting room that is a, a, a gamer, that is a, 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 a consummate pro, he shouldn't have to call Lamar. Even though Lamar's only 30 miles away in Baltimore, he shouldn't have to call Lamar. He shouldn't he have should, to call RG3. He shouldn't, but he, here's the thing. Let's not forget Alex Smith been almost on his deathbed with his legs. So he's been recovering, recuperating. You know, he just recently came back. So let's right. just say he wasn't available 80% of the time, okay? Then you have to, you know, I don't think anybody doubts that how good of a, a leader Alex Smith is. Um, but then you have to you have to talk somebody that can relate to you. I think Lamar, you know, if he, if he can make that call, you know, of course they're around the same age. You know what I'm saying? Even RG3 is a little younger than Alex Smith. Um, who else in the league? Deshaun Watson. Um, True. You know, call Kaepernick. Call I'm Russell sure, Wilson. Call Russell Wilson. I'm sure if you call Kaepernick and now this is this isn't a Kaepernick show. I'm just saying if you call Kaepernick, hey man, can you work out with me? 
you know what I'm saying? Or, or Lamar, you know, what you're doing, you know, blah, blah, blah. You know, if I send you this clip, show me what I'm missing. I'm trying to read this defense. I, I just, you know what I'm saying, do do I think he's been doing that? No. You know, and like I said, now all of a sudden that he got benched and, and went to the third string quarterback, now he's too sick to come to the facility. It just, to me, it says a lot. And you just don't all of a sudden get sick, KG. I, I'm just sorry, man. It, it just... That's how it is. That's how I see it. So, I, I don't disagree with you one bit. Um, so, with that being said, we're gonna take a break, pay some bills. We're gonna come. We're gonna put a pin in this. We're gonna come back. We're gonna stick with Washington football team because something else happened this week that was a head scratcher on both sides. But we'll get into that on the other side of the break. You listen to the Thursday night throwdown, DC Sports Rundown. Presented by the Sideline Junkies. Back in this thing like we never left. Now, some other news that came out of Ashburn today. Well, not today, this week. Uh, Landon Collins, done for the year. Achilles, I heard it's a tear. I'm not sure if it's a complete tear or partial, but a tear is a tear. And, you know, you can't play on a partial tear. That that takes rest, but he required surgery. So we're down to safety. Um, immediately Sunday, when he went down, everybody was like, call uh, Eric Reed. Call Eric Reed. Call Eric Reed. He's a Ron Rivera guy. Um, the, 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 the type of season that he had the last two years in Carolina. Call him, call him, call him. Well, they listened to the masses. They called Eric Reed offered him a spot on the practice squad and he respectfully declined. He said he doesn't feel that he's where he needs to be right now to take a spot on a practice squad. Uh, B, I'm going to let you go first. Um, when that came out, how, what was your, what were you thinking all of that was about? Cause it's a head scratcher to me. Well, the first thing, um, you know, because you, you posted it in the sideline junkies group, you know, Earl Thomas or Eric Reed. And I'm, I'm just like, stay the fuck away from Earl Thomas. That's a basket case. That's a whole nother worm of problems right there. Leave that alone. Okay. Um, because he just came off a of Super Bowl contender and the Ravens had to cut him. Okay. So next was Eric Reed. And I'm like, we already know why Eric Reed doesn't have a job. You know, why, you know, what's going on with him? So when I heard the name Eric Reed pop up, I was like, they're not going to call Eric Reed. You know what I'm saying? That That's just my personal opinion. I'm like, they're not, they're not going to call Eric Reed. And the reports start popping up. They, they did call Eric Reed, and they offered him a practice squad spot. So <laughs> I said, you know, to you, I thought that they knew he wasn't going to take a practice squad spot. And Eric Reed being respectful, you know, came up with a reason, you know, why, hey, my body's not, you know, together, blah, 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 blah. I think it was disrespectful to offer him a practice squad spot. You know, we're not, I don't know, man. I just, that's just how I feel. I feel like they offered it to him knowing that he was going to decline it. 
And now it's no other riffraff that can be said, oh, y'all not going to call Eric Reed. Y'all, you know, this is the continuation of the black ball stuff, this, that, and the other. So, you know, I wouldn't be surprised. Kind of like the same thing they did with Kaepernick. You know, that whole BS workout stuff and, you know, that whole thing that happened with him. It, it kind of leaves that taste in my mouth. So, before I turn it over to you, so... You know, I'm big on bringing up the next man. Like, look, if it's somebody out there on a, on a free agent list that's, you know, you can't beat, you, you grab him. Because, like, the next person I see is Rashard Jones uh, then Tony Jefferson. So, you know, do you need a, a safety that bad? Um, or can you bring the next man up and coach him up? I'm all about that. Like, you, we talk about it all the time about, you know, good GMs. You know, you can't be deep everywhere. You can't, you know, have good depth everywhere. But you can play around with it a little bit. And, you know, the guy that's, you know, maybe that's next in line, maybe he could do certain things and he can't do, you know, certain other things well. But now, you, you know, he got to be pushing the spotlight. And that's when, your coaching, your Jack Del Rios of the world, your Ron Rivera because he's a defensive guy, your your uh, DB coach. That's when you got to coach him up, and you got to let the veterans, you know, take his hand. You got one of the best cornerbacks in the league right now, Fuller. I just looked at a stat. I wish I had screenshot it of Fuller's. Um, man, with KG, I can't re- I can't remember where I saw that. I don't know if it's Pro Football Focus. I don't know where it was, but it's a crazy stat about Kendall Fuller and his his effectiveness. He's like number one by a long shot. You know, we're not talking about you know something short. He you know he's really he's really you know doing his thing right now. So you bring up the next person and you let the secondary coach him up. If you can't get somebody off the street that fits your scheme, you know, maybe that could have been Eric Reed. But like I said, I think the whole Eric Reed thing was a smoke screen. It's kind of how I feel about that. So tell me what you were thinking about it. Why is a head scratcher to you? And then you being the football team fan you are, who are you going to plug there? Do you want to get somebody off the street or do you want to bring somebody up? Now, see, it's funny you say that, B, because – it was a head scratcher because you got Eric Reed, obvious choice, Ron Rivera guy, but he says no to a practice squad spot. Now, it was a head scratcher on one side because they offered him practice squad, but it was a head scratcher on the other side because he said no. But then I thought about it and I listened to uh, Scott Lennon Doc today, and they were talking about this is not, this is not your typical <clears throat> excuse me practice squad this is covid-19 practice squad and you got to go through the protocols and the testing and then while you're going through the protocols and the testing and you're getting yourself back in shape you're you're learning the the, the, the defense while you're waiting for your test to come back cuz you got to have two negatives in a row to be cleared. So he wouldn't have stayed practice squad past probably Sunday. 
it was just him. Bring him in the practice squad to get him in the building. And I'm not. I'm. I'm kind of figuring that they didn't explain that to him, that this is not normal practice squad, brother. But we got to get you tested. We got to make sure you know you're healthy. And while we're doing that and we're running the test, we'll do your fitness test and everything. We already know you're in shape. And then you know, when we hit the field on the eighth, you'll be starting. Not a problem. But I'm not sure if they explain that. But from what the report said, he spoke directly with Ron Rivera. They talked on the phone together. So I get that. Now, he says no. If And I, I, I agree with you. Stay the fuck away from Earl Thomas. He got stuff going on off the field that cannot be uh, dealt with right now in this building. But if I'm going to pick somebody up off the street, if I'm going to pick somebody up off the street, that's not Eric Reed. I'll go after Eric Berry, who I wanted before his cancer diagnosis when he was with Kansas City. I wanted him. After his cancer diagnosis, I wanted him. He's a free agent now. But if you want to go with the guys that are in the building, you got young guys in the building. And Landon Collins was your strong safety. The Shays of Everett. I love when he plays the box. Because he's gonna stick his nose in there, and he's gonna rock somebody's shit when they come across the the the, lane, uh, the middle. But you can go with Cameron Curl, who's Keith's man. Keith loves Cameron Curl, and I'm like Cameron Curl can cover. I want to see what he can do at free safety. I want to see if he can play that zone. Troy Apke right now is not an option. So those are your your two safeties your, right there. That was your man, fifty grand in the beginning of the season. But he's not he's still my man fifty grand because he has something that I can't teach. But he has to he has to have the brains to go with that skill. <laughs> now let, 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 let oh, me let me say this. Man. Let me say this. <laughs> <laughs> Leave me alone, man. Troy Abbey still my man. So you just say he's an empty shell just running around, huh? He he's fast, but he <laughs> he he has to be retaught how to play the free safety uh position the proper way in the NFL. Because he, it's easy to get behind him. He gets so, sucked in. So he's the he's the PS two control. See, he was great to say something smart and got defeated by the mute button. Oh, so no no, I was saying he's <laughs> He's the he's the P remember the PS2 controller? Then the cords kind of got a little shaky and he kind of had to bend the cord and put it under the PS2. The mm-hmm. oh, PS, he, he's that? Is he that? Nah, he ain't that bad. But see, the, the thing with him is he has speed. You cannot teach speed. He can cover from sideline to sideline. But see, the thing is, when he's supposed to be in zone, and you know, it's it's normally in between the 20s, you know, from the opponent's 20 to Washington's 20. In between that area, he he's not really good. But when you get into the red zone, he plays way better. He plays better with a shorter field. And I'm not saying that Landon Collins was playing lights out. I mean, Landon Collins is the leader of the defense. But he led the lead, he was leading the league in missed tackles. Him and John Bossy, that's something that uh, – that's a stat that I don't want to see any of my linebackers or my safeties leading in. So, it's just, it's guys in the building that could take this spot, but it'd be nice to have 
Eric Reed. It'd be nice to have Eric Berry. Because they, those are two talented guys. And it's pretty much, if you're old enough to remember, when the Raiders traded for uh, Mike Haynes, and they said they, they would break the huddle, and Mike Haynes, the, the, the assignment was that the safety supposed to cover over the top. You know, so Mike Haynes would, you know, just be running, but he got help over the top. He would t- look over to the safety and say, just do what you got to do. I'll be fine. And just leave him on an island by himself. I feel that if it came down to that and I had to leave uh, Eric Reed on the island by himself, I think he can defend his own. This dude had 131 tackles last year alone. In the last two years, he had 201 tackles. 201 tackles for safety. Ah. I'm just saying. Are you regretting your landing Collins signing? No, no. I just I, I Landon Collins, he needs he needs help back there. He needs a a, a, a true free safety that's um I'm not gonna say cover up, but somebody that's got his back. Because he tries to do everything because he's trying to cover everybody else's mistakes and he winds up making mistakes, but he's that good that he can cover it. But nah, he's not that good. He is. He is. He, he, he's just put it this way. Washington had somebody that good a long time ago. So if you're saying he's that good, <laughs> no, no, I'm gonna step on your foot a little bit because wait. If you're saying he's that good. They had somebody some years back that was that was that good. So and you who, say he's that's his idol. And no, he's not that good where he can okay, cover okay, from sideline okay. to sideline. But I'm saying for what we have right now. He can he he can he can do it, but he takes too much on right now. I don't need him taking on all of that. I don't need him trying to be Sean. You, as much as we all love him, there'll never be another. So, there'll never be another. All right. So before before we end our Washington football team segment, let me ask you this: Is there a scenario where there is a third, fourth, or fifth string corner on this team that can ball. And one of the corners you have now can be put, maybe you can do some type of maneuvering and put one of your corners at free safety and move your safety down to strong or something like that. Can Does this team have the personnel to do something like that? Of course. Because so, okay. Okay. So tell me if, if right now, you're Jack Del Rio. They say, "Look, we're not pulling nobody off the street. We need you to work with what you got." Tell me, tell me what you're lining up. Uh, in the secondary, I'm Cameron Curl's pretty good with as a slot corner. So I'll put Cameron Curl at the slot, even though he's a safety. I'll put him at the slot. I'll move Ronald Darby back to free safety. I still got Kendall Fuller. I got Fabian Moreau and Jimmy Moreland. So I can just rotate those guys. I. Kendall Fuller is going to follow the number one receiver, period. Jimmy Moreland, if they coming out four wide, that's my other slot. But Cameron Curl, he's going to get he's going to get a lot more PT if I got the choice. Um, Fabian Moreau, I, I got I can use him on the outside. He's pretty good on the outside. So I got I got guys, but Ronald Darby be my guy that I move back and let DeShazer Everett play the strong, let Ronald Darby play the free because Ronald Darby still has speed. And he can cover and he can cover zone. 
I think he, he can. plays that very well. I think he can too, because you know he's 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 definitely you know in his in a nickel corner career. But if you put him in free safety where he can kind of roam around with with you know, I mean we're talking about. I know he's you know he's been injury you know prone, but he you know at a couple of years in his career he was a top ten corner. Yeah. So, you know what? It's good to have this type of problem when you got that type of personnel. And I remember having this type of problem uh, early 2000s. We had three top-tier corners, and I don't care what Gary has to say. Daryl Green was a top-tier corner his whole entire career. And when it was Daryl Green, Champ Bailey, and uh, Deion Sanders, they were wondering who to put. You know, who was going to be what? Daryl Green was still on the outside. They didn't know if they were going to put D on the outside. They wanted to move Champ Bailey to safety. They didn't know. But it was a good problem to have because you had three elite quarterbacks, I mean cornerbacks, that could play on the field at the same time, and they could those three alone could blanket the field. I'm not. I'm not saying it's the exact same thing, but it's it, right now is a good problem to have. So, with that being said, are we any other Washington football team topics we talking about tonight, or are we going to our next and final topic? Well, let's go to the next and final topic because we are running out of time. Let's do that real quick. It's uh. <sighs> Were you bringing in? Because we talked about this at <laughs> nauseum, and this is going to be real short for me. So you bring it in. You tell us what we're talking about. Well, uh, so Kevin Durant, KD, the Slim Reaper, the Durantula, whatever you want to call him, uh, he's going at his haters because they are disregarding his Warriors rings. Um, He pretty much said on a podcast, I think it was last week, that he beat LeBron twice, so he's better than LeBron. Um, you know, and I'm paraphrasing here, but he's going at haters, not in interviews. He's going on social media and tell, oh, you know, you being really emotional. Look how emotional you are. When they're saying his warrior rings don't count. B, I'm gonna let you take this, but mine is not as 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 good as yours. So I'll say this: If you got time as an NBA superstar to go at people on social media, I'm gonna need you get in the gym and put up a thousand more shots because you're not working hard enough. If you got time to look at social media, well, he he is a new age player. That's that's what they do. He they paired him with with Kyrie. That's a perfect pair of emotional. Social media divas, they're, they're a perfect pair. Um, as of today, October 29th, it is now 9.08 p.m. Breaking news, uh, Trevor Lawrence of Clemson, the QB for Clemson, has tested positive for COVID-19 and is now in, in isolation. So he said he's doing well with mild symptoms, but he will not be available for this week's game against Boston College. So big breaking news right there. Sideline junkies just had to get that out because that popped on my screen. So um, back to Kevin Durant. We talked about Kevin Durant's two warrior rings at nausea.
Okay. You can never take these rings away from him. Um, he won two finals MVPs. Boy was unstoppable in the playoffs, in the finals. But let's go back to Golden State bending him and Russ over in Oklahoma City and taking their candy. Okay, let's not forget. Let's not forget this. This wasn't no seven-game series. This was them, Golden State, basically coming in, taking care of business, beating them so bad that he had to leave Oklahoma City and go join them. The 73-win team. That's that's what it's always going to boil down to. So I say that because you could tell it bothers him because he keeps keeps saying something about it. It's an issue for him when somebody says those warrior rings don't count. Um, I'm not going to say they don't count, but I know why they're there. That team, you know, had already won championships without him. You know, they already had coach of the year. You know, they already had Steph. They built their building blocks. And then they just put the icing on the cake for two years, two, three years. Um, and was just an absolute dominance. Now, the crazy thing is the, the Western shifted so much. If you put that same team together, they're not going to beat the Lakers. And I'm not saying that because of LeBron James. I'm saying that because of Anthony Davis. Who is going to check Anthony Davis? That's the X factor now. Who is going to check Anthony Davis? Then you've got Kawhi over at uh, L.A. That He's everybody's kryptonite when it comes to defending. So I don't even want to get into this too deep. But guess what, KG? Him, KD, and Kyrie... When this season starts, whether it's December or January, whenever it starts, they're going to have a chance to put up or shut up. Because when Brooklyn hits the court, it is expected no less than a championship for them. So now you could put all the haters to rest and take Brooklyn to a championship. I'll even throw in Bradley Bill. But it's not gonna happen, KG. It's not gonna happen. Why is that be? Why because you because you still got the Boston team. That's a really good team. Remember, we haven't seen this Brooklyn team on the floor yet. They're paper champions, like the Washington football team was for years. Win the free agency, do nothing on the field. So right now on paper, yeah, they got the one of the best players in the league. They got one of the best point guards when he wants to be, you know, he'll quit on you in a heartbeat. We've seen that in Boston. Seen that in Cleveland. You know, he couldn't be the man no more, um, which is crazy because when you were the man, Cleveland wasn't winning. They had to bring the man back, the king, for that team to be relevant. Okay? So now you get your wish, you leave Cleveland, you quit on Boston. You start hearing all the turmoil and all the problems that's going on in Boston. Now here you go in Brooklyn. Now you get KD in Brooklyn. Let's see how long this is going to last. Let's see how long that this can, they can, um, 
cooperate with each other. Steve Nash, the coach, Amari Stoudemire, one of the, the assistant coaches. You got a first-year coach and Steve Nash trying to take a team that's expected to go to the finals. We're not, talk, not talking about the first round of playoffs. They are expected to go to the finals. But like I said, he is going to have his opportunity to shut everyone up because he has never taken his own team and won a finals. He had a chance at Oklahoma City and got knocked the fuck out. Got embarrassed. Okay? And I agree with him. I, hold on. I, before you go, I agree with what he, he hasn't said it directly, but I agree with the sentiment that, yeah, it was Russ. It was definitely Russ. I, I definitely agree with that. But you get your own team now. So let's see what let's see how much you on social media when y'all don't make it to the finals. Or you make it to the finals and the Lakers or the Clippers embarrass you. Or if Golden State come back and now the original OG Golden State come back and Steph is, is, is healthy, Clay is healthy, Draymond is healthy, they got the number what, number two, number three draft pick. You, you're talking about some West superpowers. We still don't know what Giannis is going to do. You still got to get past Miami. Because right now, Miami's the East. And if Miami can get somebody to come down there, they're not getting past Miami. I, 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 I bet you a patient. They're not getting past Miami. <laughs> I owe you enough. I'm not, pay, I'm not betting you no paycheck. Yeah, they're not getting past Miami. Just think of what Miami just did, almost winning the finals. And now people are going to be like, man. And Bam got hurt. Gorn got hurt in the finals. Like Pat Riley's crying about that a little bit. So just imagine if they get somebody else to come down to Miami. You know what, B? I'm looking. Now, this team, this this Nets team was seventh in the East. I mean, not saying much. They were 35 and 37. They were seventh in the East. They lost to the Raptors uh, 4-0 in the first round. This is a playoff team without Kyrie, without KD. Playoff team without your, your, your two lead dogs and without DeAndre Jordan, who's hurt. My thing is, how are they going to? How are those two? I'm not worried about DeAndre Jordan. How are Kyrie and KD going to coexist with who I think is the star and was the star last season while they were out, Karis LeVert? How are they going to coexist with him? Because you got to work Karis LeVert in there. You have to. I'm. I'm not. I, if you. Hey, I'll put it this way: Brooklyn don't want Karis LeVert. Send him to Chicago. I'll take him. Or him. you just send him to Washington and we'll send you Bradley Bill. And guess what? I guarantee you, I guarantee you, if y'all got Karis LeVert, him and John Wall together, y'all winning 55 games. Because the kid's a baller. He, he's a baller. You guarantee victory huh. on a certain amount of games for the Wizards last year and you lost. Do you want to keep betting? Well, if y'all get Karis LeVert, yeah, I'll bet that. Because... <sighs> Okay. Okay. See, you, 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 one of these days you're going to sip the Kool Aid. 
But even if I sip the Kool-Aid, I pour so much out, I, I can afford to sip a little bit. Let me okay. Let me put it this way: Last season, Karis LeVert averaged 18, 18 points, four assists, four rebounds. Now he's a six-six-two guard. He only played forty-five games last year. <laughs> he shoots uh 20, almost thirty minutes a game, forty-two percent from the field, thirty-six from uh behind the arc. All he got to do is work on his free throws. The boy's gonna be he gonna be something something decent. Not behind Kevin Durant, he's not. Well, of course not. That's why I'm saying, hey, they want Bradley Bill. Then get Bradley Bill. Take Bradley Bill off of Washington's hands. And I'm not even a Washington fan, but take Bradley Bill off of Washington's hands. Break up that so-called greatest back backcourt in the league. <laughs> that had, in the words of Doc Walker, they haven't bust a damn great. <sighs> Greatest backcourt in the league, though they uh, they gotta you gotta the East gotta go through them. That's what they think. Yeah, and you know what the East do? The East run through them like X Lacks. The East don't even the East don't even have to run through them. They're the car on the road with the white flag in it that's been sitting there. You've been going to work all week, and that car's been sitting there all week on the side of the road, broke down. That's what the Wizards. <laughs> oh Lord, that's about right. So, KG, we need to be packing this thing up, man. We, like always, we go longer than what we, the time allotted. That's why these checks ain't going through, man. Well, you know what? You're absolutely right. So, with that being said, thank you for listening. Um, Of course, you can listen to us on Anchor, Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, uh, Podbean, Podchaser. Pretty much any streaming outlet, all you have to do is put in Sideline Junkies. You'll see the logo, uh, the mic that's coming out of the state, out of the stadium. Uh, next show we have is going to be Saturday. Of course, you know you got the Saturday Night WrestleManiacs, the Nubian Sumo, the People's Choice Don Rodriguez, and yours truly. So look out for that. Um, for Delonte, Junie, Jim, Allen. Uh, the aforementioned Nubian Sumo, the People's Choice, all on special assignment. That's the boss, BJ, dribbling checks to. He's dribbling checks to the bank because I, you know, look, I need to get paid, and uh, I'm the big guy, KG. <laughs> oh man, we are the sideline junkies, and we out. Peace. <laughs>